I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Lynn Murrow. As always, we are working on your financial freedom. Today, Lifestyles Unlimited single family mentor, Sorrell Warren is my guest. And we're going to spend the next hour with you sharing some things we've seen real estate investors do that cost them time and money. And the fact is, time is money. Your time is the most valuable resource you have. It cannot be replaced once it's gone. And it's really important that you learn the most common things that, that people are doing out there that cost them time and money unnecessarily. So I want to give you an opportunity, though. Now is the best time during the show to call in and ask your question. So you can ask questions about single family or apartment community real estate investments. Anything you want to talk about, we're here to help you out. Lifestyles Unlimited is a nearly 30-year-old real estate education and mentoring company. We can help you out. Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind, whether you're just getting into the business or you've been into the business a while and you want to know how to get even better returns from your real estate. You can call us at 877-711-5211. That's 877-711-5211. We have 38,000 members across the United States and several other countries who are part of a very active community of like-minded real estate investors. It's a mind trust. And that's grown up around our education and mentoring program. I've been a member for 10 years, and I've been on the team for eight years as a mentor, a radio host, and the executive vice president of the company. And I have both single-family and multifamily apartment community investments. My guest, Sorrell Warren, is also an active investor. He's a single-family mentor. And Sorrell, will you tell us a little bit about you and your story? Good morning, Lynn. I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much. Yes, I have been a member for five years. I joined in 2013. I spent 30-plus uh, years working in sales, and like a lot of salespeople, I had the ups and downs of um, the roller coaster sales life of making good money some years and not a lot of money some years, and had some really great years and a couple of really horrible years also. So uh, during that time, I didn't save well enough for retirement. And uh, I tried to catch up when I was in my early 50s and kept running into some roadblocks. And I actually, um, at 53 years old, I kind of designed a plan that I was going to work until I was 70 years old and save money and have a very nice retirement at that point. But that would be at 70 years old. And each year I realized I, um, first thing was I couldn't invest in a Roth IRA because I made too much money, kind of a, kind of a very oxymoron kind of a statement from 
government, I guess. And then I um, I was considered a highly compensated employee, and I, my contributions were limited, even though I was, didn't have a lot saved, and I was trying to catch up. So things like that kept happening. And I heard um, the Lifestyles radio show one day, and I heard all the benefits, the five ways you make money in real estate and, and how uh, the tax deferment and those kinds of things. So I, I was very intrigued, and I... I went to a free workshop the same week I heard the radio program, joined as a challenge member, and started buying houses. And two years later, I became a preferred member and invested in multifamily. And the 17-year goal I had, uh, in three and a half years, I was able to uh, meet my, uh, my, uh, my income requirements, and I was able to retire from my corporate job and be a real estate investor. You know, so in just that that short little summary there of the journey that you've been on, that was that was jam packed full of information. So the first thing you experienced was what the majority of people our age are experiencing right now. And for those of you that are younger, boy, it's in your future if you don't do something to prevent it. And that's that that concept of the four hundred one k, the IRA, being able to invest in those vehicles through the stock market. And this idea that you can make up time with that. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. So we had Lynn on a replay. Um, we were having some connectivity issues with our broadcasting equipment here in the studio, but we have we have happily gotten that resolved. So, hey, if, if you haven't met me before, my name is Andy Webb. I am with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always on today's show, we are going to work on your financial freedom. Uh, now, if you are interested in catching the rest of Lynn's show, be aware that you can go to our archives on lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio tab, and you can find all of our past shows. So on today's show, what I wanted to talk through with you is some, some pretty interesting news and sundry articles from the past week that I've, that I've gathered. Now, a few of these articles, they, they really underscore for us why real estate is, is such a great investment, especially now. Yeah, prices are high, but no, it's, it's a great investment right now. And it also points out why you need passive income from real estate. You need it now, so don't, don't wait. That's what Lynn was just talking about, actually, in that, in that archived episode. Now, obviously, a big topic today is Fed, the Fed's decision to cut uh, interest rates for the first time since 2008, and we'll, we'll touch on that. But I've also got some great news for real estate investors when it comes to vacancies, right? That's when our units are not occupied. And, and I think you'll agree, we, we like to avoid the cost of a tenant turn, and we like to keep those vacancies short as well. And I've got some great news around that. Unfortunately, I've also got some a very depressing article that just came out <clears throat> In the Wall Street Journal yesterday, in fact, uh, I found this, and it's titled, Families Go Deep in Debt to Stay in the Middle Class. I mean, the title says it all, and it's, a, it's an important topic, and we'll, we'll take a look at that and talk about some ways that you can avoid following the same bad roadmap that the folks in the article did. And it, it's crazy. I mean, the people that were interviewed, they've got great incomes, but they just don't seem to be able to dig themselves out of their massive debt holes. So, but I want to start with the big news, right? The Fed. The Fed lowers the interest rate for the first time since 2008. They they dropped uh, the rate by a couple or by a quarter of, of a point. Um, and there's an article in Reuters. It actually came out the day before, and it was just talking about what is that cut going to mean for your wallet when it comes. I mean, at this point. Everybody was expecting a cut. It was going to come, whether you were expecting a quarter point or half a point. 
um, is the difference. But, you know, it says here, a decision by the Federal Reserve to cut interest rates may do little at this point to cut some of the costs that matter to U.S. consumers. And here's the thing. First of all, lenders, they're going to be resistant to lowering their already low rates, right? They're going to push back. So even though the Fed cut its interbank rate, that doesn't mean the banks are going to do anything for us. You know, the, the cost to borrow money, as they point out here in the article, is it's already low. And effect, effectively, markets had already priced in the, the expectation that the Fed was going to drop that rate. You know, mortgage rates are, are, are <laughs> near historic lows. So, you know, it's a 22-month low in the more recent past, okay? And the interesting point here, what I want you to to consider if, if you're not invested in real estate, whether we're at 4% or 5% on our long-term 30-year uh, Fannie Mae loans, it's a great time, it's a great time to buy and, and lock in those, those low rates. It's a, it's a great inflation hedge. As our cost of livings go up, when we've got that fixed rate 4% or even 5% or even 6% interest rate, on our rental property, well, our, our fixed costs, they're, they're flat, essentially. So uh, it's, a, it's a great inflation edge. <clears throat> now, the article goes on to point out that one of the Fed's goals, right, it's, is, is to help employment, and it's to keep inflation at a certain level. Their target is 2%, right? That's considered healthy inflation. And we, we've, we've been kind of hovering in this maybe, I don't know, I keep hearing the term deflation thrown around. I don't think we're quite there, but we haven't seen that 2% inflation. So that could be a driver for why the Fed is, is dropping rates to kind of push that uh, growth along. And here's the thing. If the Fed does succeed, longer-term bonds, those are the ones that are more sensitive to inflation, you know, those could call, cause a fall in price of the bonds, which are going to cause yields to go up, i.e. interest rates. And U.S. mortgages, they're, they're benchmarked to those longer-term bonds. So what could a rate cut do in the shorter term it may help you out a little bit in the longer term if inflation kicks in right we could actually see rates go up and that's the feds you know that is one of the feds goals so again if you're not in real estate or if you've got a few single family houses maybe you you, you want to think about going ahead and buying a couple more now and lock in those those really low rates now here's another interesting point uh, that this article makes it says for many consumers the obstacle to buying a house has not been mortgage rates so whether we're at 4% or 3%, that's not the problem. It's stricter lending standards, for one thing, that came out of the back end of uh, the last crisis. It's, it's caused a reduction in access to mortgages for these guys. Also, big price increases and limited supply. They've, they've simply made housing less affordable. So what does that mean to you as a landlord? You've got more renters in the market, right? And, and they even go on to say lower rates could possibly make housing even more out of reach by causing demand What's that going to do? It's going to drive the prices up even higher. It's going to add value to those assets that we already hold. Now, the article goes on to talk about impacts on auto financing, on, on savers that have money sitting in the bank, and I'm not going to look at that. I'm not so interested uh, in that. The key message, though, that I want you to take away is that, again, rates are at 22-month lows. And even before the cut, they were already low. So now is a great time to lock in that fixed-rate mortgage. Hey, this is Andy Webb, and you're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. If you've got any questions for me today as we go through the news of the week, you can call me at 877-711-5211. Again, that's 877-711-5211. I'm happy to answer any questions you may have on real estate investing. Or if you're shy, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. 
That's askandy at luinc.com. Again, you're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And when we return, I want to talk about that lower vacancy that we're seeing in the market. Great news for investors. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we're providing a more effective roadmap by talking about a number of topics around interest rates, vacancy rates, turnover costs, and uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about cash flow chunking later in the show. When we look at an article uh, that the Wall Street Journal put out that's a little bit alarming to me, a lot of those going around, I guess. But uh, we were just talking ahead of the break about the, the interest rate cut. And, uh, you know, effectively, it was already priced into our rates. Now, I'm going through a refinance right now. I'll be doing that in the next week or so. I've seen the rate I'll be getting. It's in the low fours. But I don't want you to focus just too terribly much on rates. If they start to creep back up again, it's not time to sound the alarm bells because the difference in a, in a quarter point that that makes it, it's, it's pretty marginal. So if I take a $150,000 house, for example, refinance at 75%, I'm going to be in a mortgage, a note of about $112,000. At 4%, that, that, that mortgage payment is $537. If I go up a quarter, a point to, to, to four and a quarter, Payment's 553. It's only a $17 change. If I go all the way up to five, the cumulative change is about $67. So, you know, as rates start to creep back up, if they do, don't don't let that stop you because you're you're you you got to remember we make money a lot of different ways in real estate, and the cash flow is just one of those. And, and clearly, uh, a $67 change in in your cash flow is is not anything that I would let stop me anyhow from 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 investing and, and attaining these assets. Now, the other article that I came across here, this one. Uh, I really like this is a local article. I'm in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex and um, this is Steve Brown. He's the real estate editor at the Dallas Morning News and he, he puts out a lot of great content. He's worth following. And his article is titled Dallas and US apartment renters are more likely staying put instead of moving. And here's the thing. Dallas and Fort Worth renters are staying put longer in their apartments. Now, I'm a single-family investor, and I'll tell you, they are staying around as well. Here's the neat thing. The turnover rate for apartment renters here and nationwide, it's at the lowest level that it has been in decades. Now, nationwide, about here's what it says. About 47.5% of apartment renters move when their lease is up. That means more than half are sticking around. That's nationwide. In the Dallas area, it's under 47%. I mean, that's great news. You know, since 2000, it says that turnover has dropped. Turnover meaning when people move out, it's dropped to less than 50%. It was at 65% once upon a time. This is according to the uh, National Apartment Association. Um, and that's in, in Dallas-Fort Worth. That's in spite of the fact that we've got 30,000 new apartments on the way. They don't see any impact coming from that. Of course, you've got to keep in mind those apartments, they're, they're, they're new builds. They're higher end. They're, they're what we call Class A, right, top of the rung apartments. At Lifestyles, we tend to invest in the Class C, maybe low Class B apartments. And in that market, in that middle market, it's extremely tight. They say here, extremely tight occupancy at middle market and lower priced apartments is a big influence on that vacancy rate. Um, so that's great news for you as a real estate investor. That's great news for me as a real estate investor. 
Um, again, those those deliveries of those new apartments, just they're just not having an Im impact, you know. Um, they go on to say, I think this was the CBRE, that the recent turnover decline, together with a large amount of new multifamily supply each year, is a sign of market strength. It's a sign of market strength. So again, I said at the top of the show, if you're not invested in real estate, uh, now is a great time to get in. We're seeing lower rates, historically low rates. Uh, the market is strong. And, you know, renters are simply taking a longer time to move towards home ownership, okay? So th they're renting longer, you know, and that, that could tie to their debt levels. We'll see that later in the show. Um, it, it could tie to housing affordability, which we mentioned a, a second ago. Uh, there are a number of drivers there. Now, in Texas, Here's a, just a quick look at the stats. San Antonio, the, the turnover rate's about 52%. That's at the top. Fort Worth is at the bottom, 44.6. And then Austin, Houston, Dallas are all in the middle of that bandwidth there. So that's that's wonderful news. Now, Phoenix, 50.6%. We have an office coming in Phoenix. Uh, we've got a number of great investors there. Uh, I just saw a deal was taken down by a member there in Phoenix. So, hey, great vacancy rates there. Atlanta, 46.7%, also very low. We have members doing deals in Atlanta and around that part of the country as well. So that, that's just all good news for us as, again, as investors. Now, with those lower vacancies, right, we have lower turn costs. And why is that important to us? Well, as I have my ongoing monthly operations, there's not a lot going on. I'm just collecting my rent, putting it in my pocket each month. You know, I might have a, occasional maintenance here and there. It's those turn costs that can get a little expensive. I just did a turn, my only one. Uh, all told, it was about $400 for sundry cleaning and minor repairs and that sort of thing. So not too bad, but we want to minimize that. And with those lower vacancy rates, with those lower turns, you're going to do that. Hey, you're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and we're going to continue in just a moment, and we're going to talk about the number one financial mistake that millennials think they're, they're making, that the boomers think they're making, and that my generation, Gen X, think that they're making. This is Andy Webb, and we'll talk here in just a second. Austin's Talk 1370. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and I'm happy to be with you today. And today we're covering a few items out of the news. There's been a lot of activity lately, some interesting stuff. We heard about the interest rate cut that the Fed sent down the, pi sent down the pike. And uh, I just looked at an article from a local uh, real estate editor here in Dallas, and he's pointed out to us that uh, turnover is is <laughs> it's so low right now in, in both the DFW uh, Mer uh, Metroplex as well as uh, nationwide. And I just want to mention to you real quick, if you're listen, listening nationally or if you're listening in Texas, we do a number of uh, free workshops. And I, and I bring this up. I get this question quite a, quite a bit. Andy, how did you get how did you get started in real estate? And my, my first step back in the day was to uh, call Lifestyles Unlimited and get signed up for one of the, the free workshops. And they've got those going on all the time, again, here in Texas at all of our offices and, and then nationwide as well. And you can, if you do want to give us a call, call 866-945-6565, and you can register for the free workshop. Again, that's 
845-645-6565 or go to lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a free workshop button there at the top. If you're in Texas, you can find your locations. Uh, if you're outside of Texas, again, we've got those coming up, for example, uh, today's the 4th, so we've got one coming up in Atlanta on the 10th. We've got one in Detroit, Michigan on the 17th, uh, also in Seattle on the 17th, and, and the list goes on. So we've got quite a bit going on. If you're if you're where I'm sitting in Dallas, we've got one coming up uh, on the 10th, also on Saturday. That one's uh, conducted by John. He's a long time. He's a, Well, I guess he's been with Lifestyles now five years. He retired himself two and a half years ago. He's got great single-family product, great single-family investments, and he's in 29 apartment deals. So this guy has a tremendous experience, so he's a great guy to listen to. And he'll tell you what we're doing and explain to you why we do it. And uh, we're just we're just hit, touching the tip of the iceberg here today. Now, I found an article on Market Watch by Katie Hill. This was end of July, July 31st. And, and boomers and Generation X see this as the number one financial mistake. Now, millennials don't. So they asked these various uh, generational groups what they consider their number one financial mistake. And they did say that three in four people admit to making at least one financial mistake. I'm, I'm sure we all do. Um, now, when asked what was their major money mistake, the millennials responded simply, not putting away money into an emergency fund. Hey, I agree with that. You need to have some funds set aside to help you absorb those uh, one-off costs that come up. I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old toddler. Um, you know, we've hit the emergency room at least once this year, and those things, uh, they can catch you off guard if you're not prepared. Now, my generation, Gen X and the boomers, they both said that their biggest mistake was not investing in a 401k. Right. I will disagree with that. As a Gen Xer, I, I, I don't agree with that at all. I'll tell you what my biggest mistake was. It was not getting started in real estate sooner. I started in my late 30s. And knowing what I know now, seeing the way this has developed, seeing the way that this has contributed to my family, seeing the financial freedom that we have achieved through real estate, I wish I had started 10 years earlier or even before that, you know. So if you're on the sidelines right now, especially if you're younger, if you're that millennial that's thinking about your emergency fund, start thinking about real estate as well. Um, it's, it's a great way to go. Um, now it's interesting because they do say that uh, we tend to focus on what's right ahead of us. So for millennials, retirement's a little farther down the road. For Gen X and boomers, right, we're thinking about retirement now. You know, again, for millennials, it feels like that retirement is a long way off. Right, what is the retirement age for a millennial now? 67. I think for my, my wife's father, he's headed into retirement 65. I think I'm at 67 now, technically, right? But here's the thing. At Lifestyles Unlimited, that retirement does not have to be far off, okay? You can do it a lot sooner. You know, if you start investing in real estate, we say it all the time, you can retire in five years or less. I just mentioned John. He did it in two and a half years, right? My wife, I think it was three years we got her out the door of a bad, bad company. So if you're in a bad, bad company, you need to start working on your financial freedom and real estate is is a great way to go. Now they do go on to say that, um, I guess a lot of this is, is mental. And one study found that uh, allowing people to see renderings of themselves in old age showed that those images could help people save more. Well, if you're one of those guys that was out on Facebook or social media doing the face app thing that progresses your age, makes you look older, you might wanna go revisit your picture and get inspired to invest in your future, to start thinking about retirement. Hey, this is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And today we're talking through a number of articles um, around uh, recent interest rate cuts, uh, vacancy. And I've got one more that I want to look at with you when we come back from the break. Uh, and this was an article titled, Families Go Deep in Debt 
to maintain their middle-class lifestyle. This was in the Wall Street Journal. It's a little bit alarming. Um, these are, it's a case study of three families that are making great income. I don't know what they're doing. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that and what they could do differently. When the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues. Talk 1370, the right choice. We are back with Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we're looking at a few items in the news. Uh, of course, we all heard about the Fed uh, dropping the uh, federal fund rate a quarter of a percent, which may or may not help us. Uh, it's already effectively been priced into our, our mortgage rates. And longer term, if our inflation starts to increase, which is the Fed's goal, that may actually harm us a little bit in terms of higher rates. So we did say, what's the difference between 4 and 5%, $60, $70? It's uh, not, 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 not such a big deal. Um, now, I want to look at an article that I, I find to be pretty alarming, and, and there are quite a few of these out there from time to time. And this is in the Wall Street Journal. This was just published in the newsprint, I think, on the 2nd uh, and came out on the, the uh, website yesterday. The, the, the website title is Families Go Deep in Debt to Stay in the Middle Class. There are a lot of things going on just in, in that sentence, first of all, but um, keeping up with the Joneses certainly comes to mind, and, and that's a, a mindset that we need to get away from. Um, you need to read a book if that's where you're stuck. If you're stuck keeping up with the Joneses, read, read a book called The, the Millionaire Next Door. Um, uh, it's a great book, and it talks specifically to that, but it's the debt side of things that uh, is, is concerning to me. The American middle class is falling deeper into debt to maintain a middle class lifestyle. Now, cars, college, houses, medical care, they've all been increasing steadily, but incomes, as we've seen, have largely been stagnant for a couple of decades now. There was a recent uptick, right? Unemployment's finally hit a 50-year a, a low. So we actually did a show just a week ago on giving yourself a pay raise. We're, we're seeing some increase in wages, though it's not where any of us would like it to be. So, you know, the thesis was simply that rather than wait around for your boss to give you a raise, you need to go out and start buying some rental real estate and give yourself a raise. You can find that show on the archives at lifestylesunlimited.com. But in a nutshell, Wages have been have been stagnant, so we're not seeing any any growth there. Um, now the article makes a statement here that also alarms me. It says, in one sense, the growing consumer debt is a vote of confidence in the future. People borrowing money today expect to have the income tomorrow to pay it back. I would be very very careful if you are in that boat, and you're borrowing money today to buy a car, to buy a boat, to buy some toys, some stuff you don't need. Um, Think twice. Um, yeah, the economy's burning along right now, but why did the Fed just lower rates? Well, we talked about the fact that they want to kickstart inflation, but as the article points out here, the Fed lowered interest rates on Wednesday because it sees rising risks of a slowdown that could boost unemployment. So if you are financing your lifestyle because you have a rosy outlook on your employment, be very, very careful. What I'd like to see you do instead is something on this show we call cash flow chunking. Rather than financing your, your purchase of that car through debt, through consumer debt, rather than financing your purchase of that boat or whatever it is, your tuition for your, your child through financing, what I'd like to see you do is buy a, buy a rental, a single family rental house. Okay, here in the DFW area, on average, we're cash flowing about $400. 
So there's here in the article, it looks at a number of families, and one of those families has a thousand dollars a month uh, student loan debt they're ha that they're having to pay. So if they were to follow my course, they would go and buy a single family house that's going to produce four hundred dollars and target that towards their student loans. And they buy a second house. Now they're at eight hundred dollars. They've got what is that? Four fifths of that student loan payment covered through income coming from those rental properties, passive income. They can keep working their jobs, keep that income level up. And these guys are making pretty good money. We'll see here in a second. But keep adding to that passive income and you can really increase your financial firepower. And again, just what you need to do with the concept of cash flow chunking, simply put, is look at all your expenses and start to target individual expenses by picking up a rental house or two or three and taking that cash flow, allocating it towards that expense. Okay, I've got a kid in daycare. It's costing me, I don't know, I'd have to ask my wife, 800000 bucks a month. I'm going to put a couple of uh, single-family houses into play. That cash flow is going to come in the door, and it's going to go out to cover his his daycare costs. That, in a nutshell, is is cash flow chunking. And when I see these articles about people going into debt to finance their consumer lifestyle, I I, I hate reading it. There's such a, a such a better way to go, and that's to buy real estate, create some passive income to fund that lifestyle. I mean, we say it all the time here at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's not about the money; it's about the lifestyle, and that's how we fund our lifestyle. Um, so we're going to look a little bit more in detail here. It's interesting. There are three couples. Uh, they talk about the median household income in the U.S. as of 2017 being around $61,000. These three couples, each one is making $130,000, $155,000, and a little over $100K, each of these three families. So they're clearly above average in that sense. But they've got big problems. They've got a lot of debt. They followed the wrong roadmap. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second. Hey, if you're too busy to ask questions about today's topic, you can email me anytime at askandy at luinc.com. Again, that is askandy at luinc.com. Um, if you're interested in the free workshops, you can give us a call at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. Or go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Uh, there's a free workshop button at the top, and you can see where we've got those coming up in your neck of the woods. And when we return, we'll finish looking at this article with our uh, highly indebted families. Talk 13.7, the right choice. We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we've been working on your financial freedom by addressing a number of concepts from the press. Uh, we talked about those lower interest rates and that it's a great time to buy, of course, uh, get those 30-year uh, loans fixed now at a low rate. Uh, I talked about a couple of other items, and just ahead of the break, we had uh, jumped into an article in the Wall Street Journal. Um, again, the title, Families Go Deep in Debt to Stay in the Middle Class. Um, it's a very pregnant uh, sentence there. We're not going to talk so much about keeping up with the Joneses, but but going into debt and getting out of debt. Um, now there are three couples that were were modeled here or talked, I guess, to, interviewed rather for the for the article. And uh, one of the we we looked ahead of the break that the median household income is around 62k, 61k. This is in 2017. Now these three couples are all well above that. The first couple that they talked to, they are taking down 130 thousand dollars a year. I mean that's more than double the median. But here's the thing, that debt from their years at a private university in New York, quote unquote, has been hard to overcome. Look, I pulled up this university online. The current tuition 
or the tuition rather for the 2017-2018 academic year was almost $40,000. Do that times four for a four-year college. That's going to be hard to overcome. Do that times two for two of you. That's going to be hard to overcome. Now, right now, they're down to about 51000 in student debt, uh, 18k in auto loans, and then $50,000. $50,000 across eight credit cards. That's tremendous. Um, uh, you know, that's $119,000 in debt right there. Add their mortgage on top, they're almost at $400,000. they are making a great income, but they're struggling to pay down that debt that they accrued. They followed the road wrong roadmap from the outset, okay? That roadmap says go to school, get good grades so you can go to college and get good grades so that you can find that job that's going to pay you and your wife combined $130,000 a year, great income, but you're saddled with debt and you're working and you're working. And we already saw that retirement is on the horizon. Millennials aren't even thinking about it yet because it's way off in the future, but it doesn't have to be. We want you to follow, you, follow a different roadmap. We want you to start investing in rental real estate and retire yourself a heck of a lot sooner. Now, if you're already in a position here like this family where you've got a ton of debt, you do have ways out. They have a great income. They will qualify to buy rental real estate, to put mortgages on rental real estate. Now, they're, they're up in the Northeast. They're probably not going to want to buy up there. They will need to buy somewhere in the South where it makes a little more sense, somewhere like in Dallas, Texas. And I'll tell you, if you are out of state, if you are in a similar position, um, you're going to want to get some real estate in your portfolio. Dallas is a great place to do it. We already looked at the vacancy rates there. They're very low. Now, how do you do that? Well, you need to get in touch with somebody local. And Lifestyles Unlimited has offices in Dallas, in Houston, in San Antonio, in Austin, in Phoenix. Um, we're, we're all over the place. So it's, it's a, great, a great place to start. Okay. Now, for this family that has this debt, I would suggest they start adding those single-family houses to their portfolio to start with. In Dallas, they're going to get about $400 a month per house, right? It doesn't talk about their actual monthly debt payments, but there's a second family in here, and these guys, they're making even more, $155,000. they are in the top 20% of households, but they've got obligations as well. Now, they're up in the Seattle area, high-cost area. Uh, again, I mentioned them at the start. $1,000 of each month is going to student loan debt, $1,200 to child care, and almost $1,800 to rent. That's uh, $4,000 right there. If I were in their boat, I would focus on that concept of cash flow chunking and start to think in terms of each of those individual debts. I'd tar target those student loans, buy three rental houses, that income comes in the door and starts paying down that student loan debt. Move on to the child care, move on to the rent. Now, again, these guys are in Seattle, not going to be the best market to, uh, uh, to do that, uh, to buy rental property. These guys, in fact, are having trouble buying their own personal house due to the prices. And I will say, if, if, if they were, happen to be listening, we do have a free uh, workshop coming up in Seattle in August, August 17th. So cash flow chunking, it's, it's a great way to think of your debts and to start paying those down a lot faster than making the minimum payments on those $50,000 credit card bills. That That is just mind-blowing. So look, we looked at a couple of topics in the news, kind of theme areas. Number one, why is it a good way to, or a good time to invest in real estate? Look, uh, interest rates are low. The rates just dropped. You need to lock in that 30-year that mortgage. Housing affordability is actually making it harder to buy. So we're seeing an increase in the renter population. Um, and some of those are at a higher salary range, like these guys we just saw that are making $155,000 up in Seattle. You're getting a higher quality renter now. And those renters are staying in place longer. That means lower operating costs for us. That means more profit. That means higher rents. That's why it's a great time to invest. And here's why you need to. If your lifestyle is not where you want it, 
If you're commuting for hours, sitting in traffic and so on, if you're concerned about your retirement, if you have debt that you need to pay down, add some cash flowing rental real estate to your portfolio. Look, we want to help you create a more effective roadmap to your financial future. Call us at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565 to get started or visit lifestylesunlimited.com to register for our free workshop. And you can find us on the air every day of the week and enjoy our podcasts at that same website. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Just click on the radio tab. This is Andy Webb, and I, I thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you again soon on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And, and remember, it's not about the money. It's all about the lifestyle. for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, investing, or tax advice. Results may vary. Always consult a professional before making any financial decisions. If you'd like to find out more about the mentoring available at Lifestyles Unlimited, please visit them online at lifestylesunlimited.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.